Last week we talked about faith. And we were looking how the Apostle Paul said there's three things that are permanent in our life. He says there's three things that can basically be the tripod that hold the weight of your life. And you see it in 1 Corinthians 13, where he basically tells us that now these three remain, faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. And Paul is saying that these things will outlast. These things are something that you can hold on to and build your life on. Things that we can put weight on when the world piles on us. Faith, hope, and love. When nothing else will last, he's saying these things will last. Because if you live life long enough, you're going to understand that there's a lot of things that don't stay with you. And you may think they're going to stay, but they don't. And most things have an expiration date on them. And Paul is reminding us to build our life, build our family, build our future, and make sure you build it on something with staying power. So Paul's saying to the Corinthians, here's what you have when everything else is leaving you. Faith, hope, and love. And you need to guard these things because they are there to protect you. They're going to stay with you. If you lose your job, lose your boyfriend or girlfriend, you get sick or you have health issues, you go broke, go bankrupt, have a court case, you can lose followers on your Instagram and be homeless. But Paul is saying these three things will remain, faith, hope, and love. And Paul says they're our secret weapon, that they stay with you and we can't let anybody take that away from us. They are our resources. And when you think about faith, we talked about that last week, faith is something that looks into the past. Faith also has a present reality. While hope, hope has a future reality to it. You heard uh, in Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1, it says to us, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. See, the difference between faith and hope is faith is a now thing. Hope is saying that there's something out there. It's something that we're looking to. We see hope is attached to the future. Hope looks ahead. Hope is expecting Hope is a, a confident expectation. Yes, today is tough, but with hope you believe in God and that tomorrow is going to be okay. Hope says today doesn't have to define you. Hope says there is a tomorrow and today isn't the only thing. Now isn't forever. Hope says the sun will come out tomorrow. And yes, today may be rough, but hope says tomorrow will be better than today or yesterday. And we don't have to wrestle with that because you can be hope-filled about tomorrow. 
And isn't there times in your life and times in your day where your past weighs down on you or you're overwhelmed by what is coming at you? And life comes at you and life gives you questions. If you think about life, Life is often a question mark for us. Do you know that Satan's first temptation in Genesis chapter 3 to Eve and Adam was in the garden was a question where he said in verse 1, did God really say that? Did God really say that you can't eat of that tree? See, we have questions in life and they can be a problem for us. You know, are you really healed? Uh, Do your kids really know Jesus? Is attending church and Sunday school or a Bible study or a small group making any difference in your life? Is that money you're giving to the church, is it really doing something? Is the Bible really true? Is your marriage solid? That's what life does. Life brings us questions, doesn't it? It's like it's a big question mark. And in today's day, we deal with a lot of question marks. Satan is constantly coming at us and saying, did God say that? Is God going to be there? Are your sins really forgiven? Can you really change? Uh, Is going to church going to do anything? But see, hope comes along, and hope has a different way of asking. Hope is an explanation mark. Because when we have hope, we say, I am forgiven. I am free. My children do belong to the Lord. I am going to make it today. My past doesn't have to define me. Hope is not a question mark. Hope is an explanation mark that says, tomorrow, heaven is in my future. Jesus will not abandon me or leave me alone. I have the mind of Christ. And church and Bible studies and Sunday school are going to help me. And I give because it's given back to me. I serve because It gives me freedom. See, we live in this question mark constantly. And that's what Satan does. While hope says, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be better. My past cannot control my future. My family's going to be okay. And someday I'm going to be in heaven with my kids. That's what hope says. So when we're wrestling with questions... This explanation mark is the hope we want to grab onto. We're reminded in Romans 15, 13, as you can see that passage. It said, may the God of all hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And you see this? Overflow with hope 
by the power of the Holy Spirit, it's reminding us that even though life circumstances may have a lack of hope in them, God is the God of all hope. And that means that I can face anything if I have enough hope in God. No matter what I'm walking through right now, and when I feel hopeless and want to give up and feel like I can't hold on any longer because the questions are coming, see, he promises here in Romans 15, 13, that we have a God of all hope for his followers. And in our passage today from Hebrews 6, 19, we can see that, that there is a, we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firmly and secure. It enters into the inner sanctuary behind the curtain. So what he's saying here is we have a hope as an anchor, an anchor for my soul, which means we don't have to live life based on feelings. Because how are feelings? Feelings go up and down. Feelings bring anxiety. Feelings make us check our phone every 20 minutes or worry about things. Well, hope is the anchor when my feelings want to react. I have a picture of an anchor here. And if you think about an anchor, we don't have a picture of an anchor. Okay. If you think about an aircraft carrier, an aircraft carrier is huge. But the, the anchor of that aircraft carrier is 30 tons. And usually the anchor is based on the size of the ship, and there may be multiple anchors. And when you look at those anchors, each anchor's chain link that holds the anchor is 360 pounds itself. And also those chains linked together, are 1,440 feet long. So why does the ship need an anchor? Because that ship is prone to drift. Because of the motion of the ocean or the harbor the ship's in. Because of the tides. If the anchor's not dropped, it's going to move. It's going to end up running aground or, or being way off of where they want it to be. And the ship doesn't drift when the anchor's down. The anchor and the chain hold that ship in that particular place, just like life. Life comes at us with so many, uh, so many question marks, doesn't it? Life comes with us, and it's just asking us all kinds of things that throw a tide and current and makes motions in our life, and if we're not careful, the questions cause us to drift from where we should believe, should be. And all of a sudden, there's doubt, and there's unbelief, and there's negativity. And the boat is just rocking around. But what he's saying here is that we have an anchor for our souls. Anchor for our soul is what we have here. And that anchor is hope. We have that hope as a Christian that we'll only cry for so long 
We'll only complain for so long. We'll only be upset for so long. Even though we're hurting, even though we're in a storm, even though we have problems, our anchor will hold. And that's the difference. See, the enemy of your soul wants you untied, not hooked to that anchor. The enemy wants to have you lose your bearing and to drift, to focus on the past, to focus on the problems today, but not the future. But our soul is on a rope attached to the hope, the hope in God. So here's the question. Is your soul on a rope that is attached to the Almighty God? Did you know that God is your future and that you have a home in heaven and no matter what happens in the waves and the shifting tides and the weight of this life, you have an anchor that stays. And that anchor will help you stay put where you are to where you're not going to quit coming to church. You're going to stay put where you're going to say, I'm not leaving Sunday school or that Bible study. I'm staying put. I'm not going to quit giving and serving. I'm going to be anchored. I'm not leaving my family. I'm staying anchored. So how do we live this explanation mark type of life? Well, you do it with hope. And I've got a little acrostic for you. Hope. H. H means to hold on to God's Word. To hold on to God's Word. There is hope in God's words, And the link between the chain and the anchor gets tightened and stronger as we get into the Word of God. Because the Word of God, the Bible, will not let it slip. It'll tighten your grip in the hope of God because we know the scripture is true and when we expect things to happen in our life that are based on the word of God it's amazing how things can turn around so we live our life around the word of God we stay in an environment where we're hearing the word of God like Sunday morning worship and Wednesdays and Bible studies and we grab a hold of that word See, if you live your life around the Word of God and hear it and learn it, it's amazing how you can just grab a hold. The Word tells you, don't stay in the past. Don't let the past define you. Don't get stuck in today. See, there's no telling what can happen in your tomorrow if you anchor yourself in Jesus Christ. You just look at and talk about holding on. Look at the lady in Mark chapter 5, verse 25, where Jesus is walking through a crowd, and this lady that has a bleeding issue just hears about Jesus and goes up and touches him and grabs a hold of him, and she's healed. She had faith that if she could get a hold of even his garment, she could be healed because the anchor holds. The O in hope is for an optimistic outlook because of Jesus. 
Optimism is defined as hopeful and confident about the future, about the successes that are coming tomorrow. Optimism doesn't deny that there's trouble. It doesn't deny that things are going to happen that we don't like. But optimism says that God's going to be with you. That it doesn't deny pain, but it says the Lord will be with us through that pain. And those that are the most optimistic in life, I believe, are those that are most likely to succeed and to be successful in their tomorrows. The optimism is living your life knowing there's a future. Don't let life fill you with the question marks. Let hope fill you with explanation points to know that God is good and faithful and that tomorrow will be better. Live that way. The P is for purity. Purity in the grace of God. And if you look up John, 1 John 3, 3, what it tells us is, and everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. Because if you're struggling with a sin or an addiction, something you can't get free of, it's kind of hard to have hope, isn't it? Hope gives you the fuel and the energy to believe that God is going to set you free and that sin isn't going to define you and that sin isn't going to win and that you aren't what you do and yes, you struggle and you make mistakes and you've had failures that have taken place but hope says I'm forgiven if I confess my sins, if I turn from those sins and addiction then God cleanses us from all unrighteousness. Hope believes that we can change and be more Christ-like in our giving. See, hope and purity go hand in hand. And it's hard to live a pure life if you don't have hope. And hope that God's love is sufficient in your weaknesses and your addictions. See, the hope of God can help you with your weaknesses and produce a lasting change the e is enduring no matter what happens hope is enduring no matter what happens continuing in god's word staying in our faith holding on to the three anchors when everything else is turmoil so i challenge you to to apply this acrostic hold on to god's word be optimistic in your outlook. Strive for purity in your walk. Stay anchored, enduring no matter what. See, Jesus is our living hope. The Savior is alive. He's our anchor that will hold when everything else loses its grip. Realize, though, that these three will always remain. And what greater legacy can you leave behind than a life anchored in hope?